Captain's log, stardate 6942.0. We have encountered an alien vessel of unknown origin. All attempts to make contact have been met with a strange, pre-recorded response, but we must keep trying. Number one, hail the craft again. Aye, sir. Hello, and welcome to Voldoni Nation. Please remember, we mean you no harm. We intend only to spread fun. Lower your shields. Resistance is futile. What's up, Termination? It's me, the Gym 1000. Wow. I like it. Hey, it's me, Emma. I forgot to come up with a pun name, so deal with it. Terminator. 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 There you go. There we go. <laughs> name sorted. Done. Tick. As you can tell, Emma might be phoning it in a bit on this episode. <laughs> uh, how could you tell? Was it that obvious? I was trying really hard. What's your name, Ken? Oh, oh I, am the, I am the badass, the main character. I am Sarah Kenner. <laughs> I like that name. Well done. <laughs> Do you have something to share with us? Uh, I'm badass and uh, I'm with child uh, who is going to be the the child is going to be the leader of the future resistance who fights against the machines. So you decided to be the female Kenner rather than John Kenner? Uh, I didn't think that through, but yes. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just clarifying. Like I know, I know physically he wasn't in the movie, but he was mentioned. So it, you could still use him. He was kind of in the movie. Uh, in the womb. Is that what you're going yeah. with? <laughs> he was a fetus at the time. I feel like I, I identify more with Sarah than John because Sarah's like, you know. Because you were alive? The, uh, but yeah, that, that too, yes. I'm alive, and uh, at the at the end of that, um, like at the start, you know, Sarah is sort of meek and you know, like uh, and weaker and not being able to look after herself. And I want to be like her. And in the future, I'm going to be strong and tough and independent. Don't need no man. Yeah, de- strong, independent woman. <laughs> Sarah Kenna needs some men, strong and independent. Yes. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, it's 2020, Ken. You do you. Like this Woo! world, this this year has just gone to shit. So you do whatever you need to, all right? Yeah, I'm not going to yuck on your yums here, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for not yucking on my yums. <clears throat> I definitely have a lot of questions, but you do you, boo. Okay. Uh, speaking of not yucking on people's yums, what's been your best like ISO discovery of recent memory? Fast internet is amazing. Oh, that's right. Ken upgraded to the NBN. Woo! Yes. The, my upgrade for season four. I, I now have... 50 megabits per second uh, internet. I was going to say, it is the NBN, so it, it's kind of just an, a grade, not an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, okay, just yuck on my yums right there, why don't you? You said you weren't going to do that, Jim, and then yeah, you Jim. went around and you yucked on his yums. My yums are all yucked up now. Uh, uh, Sorry, well, Ken. welcome, Welcome to good internet speed, Ken. Thank you, thank you. Um, it's it's great. What about you, Emma? What's your ISO discovery? I actually don't know. I feel like I haven't done anything with my life. What about like a TV show? Any, anything that you've watched recently you could recommend? Well, look, okay. If we th- when was the last time we spoke to our friends? What what can we what can we tell? Okay, what have what has Emma done? I was going to say <laughs> like yesterday. Um. Oh wait, you weren't well, on that Among call. Us. Oh yeah, that's right. We've all gotten into the Among Us, haven't we? Yeah, Among Us is one of the greatest games ever created. Um, I've also I also finished watching uh all of Criminal Minds, so that was great. Um, I've started watching Peaky Blinders, great show can recommend and what else have i been watching i watched um ratchet on um netflix that was a good one. Oh, the boys that's finished now too season two Ooh. holy shit balls that's all i'm gonna say don't you dare i haven't seen the last one yet oh jim oh get on it I, 
I've only oh. seen the first one. I haven't seen the last seven. What the hell, Ken? <laughs> you know, it's thematic because they're the seven and, you know, I haven't seen the seven. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> it's life. It's the and dumbest I wow, a lot of dumb shit. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, Ken. You need Everyone to yucking it. on my yums today. I'm, yum. yucking on, I'm yucking on that yum because that's dumb. Okay. But yeah, look, so basically Emma's isolation thing is that I've watched a lot of TV. <gasps> yeah, that's fair. But I also did go for a 50-kilometer bike ride yesterday, and then yeah. I thought I was going to well die done. last night. So holy moly. Yeah, no, that I, I read that really late, but then I was like, holy crap, what the hell? Yeah, that's why I Who said to you guys you? that I was going to bed early because I was actually on the couch like with the world's biggest migraine mm. and neck pain, and I was in bed by like 8.30 last night. And I was so sad because I was so amped for Among Us, Sunday night Among Us. and. Okay. I was not among you. I also no. had quite an active weekend. I had an ice cream cake and then a three-hour nap on Saturday. What the hell? Oh, Jesus. Ice cream cake. Great. A whole ice cream cake? Not all to myself. What kind of ice cream cake are we talking? You, you know the, the Freddo one with little Freddo oh, frogs in it? Yes. Oh, man. Do yes. I know the Freddo ice cream oh. cake? Oh, Jim. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, I know that cake so well. Oh, I miss me some ice cream cake. Oh, man. Do you know that Peter's one is pretty good too? The one that is like three colors? Yeah, they're like the Neapolitan Mm-hmm. cake yeah that one's what's funny is that like that freddo ice cream cake has become like the thing that we do at every single like birthday in my family now it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> mum will be like oh what cake do you want and everyone's like the freddo ice cream cake i don't know how many times we have to go through this <laughs> <laughs> oh man and it becomes a competition as to who got the most freddos that sounds good. Man, that's a great competition. That's great. Nope. I'm d- yeah, that's is it. That how, is that how we resolve? That's how we resolve, how, how we resolve ties from now on. <laughs> I'm okay with that. We come together. That. We cut up a cake into thirds. I may need to run on the treadmill as I'm doing it. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I might need another three-hour nap. Oh, yeah. Three-hour <laughs> three I'll put my body on the line for this podcast. So we do have some follow-up before we get to the show proper. So we got some follow-up to our Disney villain draft episode. Uh, yeah. So we got an email that said, oh, my God, I cannot believe the comments from that so-called guest star you had on this week's episode. Her views on masculinity during the French Revolution have shaken me to my core. (laughs) Gaston is one of the biggest villains in the Disney catalogue. Why couldn't he just leave that poor beast alone just as his and Belle's love began to blossom? Granted, great muscles. No one drinks like Gaston. Love that other guest you had, though. Damien near stole the show. Nick's a dick. <laughs> Love to the World Dom crew. Signed, redacted. Sent from Damien's iPhone. <laughs> oh, Lovely. my God. I feel like that's exactly... Thanks, Damien. I feel like that's exactly what... Whoa, happened. whoa, redacted. Sent from Damien's <laughs> iPhone. Thanks, redacted. Could have oh, been thanks, anyone who sent it from Damien's iPhone. Isn't that what happened last time when Damien sent an anonymous thing, but it came from, like, his first name? <laughs> yeah, first name, last name, email address. <laughs> oh, Damien. God love you, Damien. Mm. That was a it was a fun that was a fun episode that one. Yeah. It was really yeah. interesting um hearing it back because obviously when we were recording it that I didn't hear what Jim like you and D were talking about or Ken what you and Damien were talking about and actually listening to listening to it back was um it's quite entertaining. It was fun to record but it was terrible <laughs> to listen back to. You guys talk so much shit about me. I got a a text message from my mother actually. Uh I said I told her that we'd release the video and the text message from my mother went, I fast forward through it, but I got the gist. Are you seeking revenge? Maybe challenge Emma to a game of our old family favorite, Who Am I? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <What? laughs> 
<laughs> didn't then, even... Is this the Connect Four episode or the or the D- Disney episode? Oh, sorry. This was the um the sorry. This was the uh, well, Dom does Connect Four. Oh, the Connect Four. I was like, you weren't even. How did she think that you were like competing in the? No, sorry. This is the, well, Dom does Connect Four. I think um I think I told you guys when I was watching that with my my family, and like it was actually really entertaining watching it with other people because they were like oh, if I was you, I would go there and I would do this. And and it was actually quite entertaining. It was quite funny. How did you win this? (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. Like a lot of, and because you and I had no idea what to talk about because we were both like, yeah, we also had to try to be funny. Yeah. (laughs) You were like, oh, I hope Ken's saying some good things. (laughs) I was. Ken did well. It worked out well. Panic speaking the whole time. Yeah. No, it was good fun though. Now, now I look the the pressure's off. I've, well, actually, there's probably more pressure on me now because I've won three seasons, and now it's like, oh shit! And now we're on to sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, here's your here's your chance, guys. Yeah, one of us is gonna pull out our A game yeah, this season. We have again. to do this. We gotta. I think you'll be okay. Also, the YouTube studio is being super passive aggressive towards me when I opened it up to check how the the world domination does connect four was doing it says this video has gotten 14 views since it was published that's 13 more than usual <laughs> oh wow. wow thanks youtube oh man how many of those were you jim <laughs> uh, normally i'm the one giving it the one view just to check that it all worked <laughs> so there's 13 other people yeah one of them well, mu- technically technically i watched it with my family. So there was like five people watching it at once. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you the average view duration is five minutes and 19 seconds out of the 16 odd minutes. Oh, that's kind of does, sad. Does that mean we don't get the ad revenue? Oh, Ken, we were never getting ad revenue from this. M- mate, mate. It was amazing. You, you get 10,000 views before you get any ad revenue. That's Interesting. A lot of views. Yeah. Okay. It's more than we've got. I can tell you that much. My mum was asking me as we were watching it. She goes, "Isn't this a video? Oh uh, yeah. Where's where's the where's the action? What's happening? Like, yeah. Um. This oh, is no. something like I don't like this. This is kind of my first foray into like video editing, and I think for like any like future episode, because like I upload all of the all of the episodes onto YouTube, and I think for any of them going forward, I'm going to be um uploading them with like some motion, so you like it's more of a video rather than just an image. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you can get those memojis to like copy you. You should do that. No, that's too hard. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to put it through After Effects and just get the the little bubbles to pulse in time with our speech. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can tell who's talking and when. Cute. Yeah. Our fans will know. Yeah. It's like you know when you're listening to a band that you love, or like probably more like boy bands and stuff, when there's multiple singing at once, people singing at once, and you're like you get to that point where you can figure out who who's who. Yeah. It's a great it's a great feeling. Although I'd like to think that people know my voice compared to you two. I do have a list of potential future tiebreaker games here, Emma. Guess who is the top, is the first on the list? Guess. Who? Uh then Monopoly. Ugh. Uh I've got Risk for a three-way tie. Ugh. Snakes and Ladders, which is kind of bullshit because there's no skill to that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Battleship and Uno. Who sunk my battleship? Did you know they've come out with a new Uno? Now? Uno Flip? Yeah, Uno Flip. Explain. It's uh, Look, I didn't look into it that much. I saw like a 10-second video and then skimmed over it. But it's basically like there's different cards. Like it's the usual cards, but there's a new a couple of new cards in them. So one of them might be flip. So you have to actually flip the either the next card on the deck over or perhaps you flip the whole deck over. 
Ooh. Or you might have to pick up the whole deck or something. Like it was just, yeah, it looked all Yeah, and there's like four new colors or something. I don't yeah. trust Uno after they came out and said you can't put a draw four on a draw four. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's it's bullshit. Right, they don't know how to play we'll, their own game. We'll take it from here, Uno. Thank you yeah. for the cards. Who but, is it? Thanks for the cards. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, look, Uno is a great game, but it's caused a lot of fights. And I think a lot of them you guys have also been involved in or been witness to. So, <laughs> look, we're all still friends. So, it's okay. But I normally yeah. just win. So, no fights here. Ugh, no, you don't, Ken. <laughs> You never win. I win sometimes. <laughs> I've won at least one time. Yeah, I was playing by myself, but, you know, I still what, won. You, are you sure you weren't playing Solitaire? It was Solitaire with Uno cards. What? I, I, I don't think that's how Uno works, man. Shut up! I play Uno because it's Uno is Italian for one and it's for one player. Shut up! Right. <clears throat> so what do we got on tonight, guys? <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Who's going to tell them, Jim? Um, but speaking of the seasons, I did have one other piece of follow-up. I think I think you might have said this to me when we had lunch one day, Ken, but you had like spoken to someone who was like, oh, what happened to doing five-episode seasons? <laughs> yep. To which my answer is, fuck you, I'll do what I want. Oh, we changed our minds. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No. This, this is the thing. We just, we, look, we do what we want. We we, we we see how we feel as the season's going on, and if it's getting a bit tired, then we'll cut it. If it's going great, then we'll keep going. Hmm. We'll enough, give the people what they want. And fuck you, whoever that was. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're not my dad. They're my friend. Oh, speaking of dad, Jim, do we have another email by any chance? Another email? About Jim's dad. How's Yeah, how's Jim's dad's like fan club going? Yeah, I, I, I didn't I read that one aloud on the last episode? The one from Jim's dad's fan club manager? Yes, oh, that one. Yeah, I thought I read that out on oh. the last episode. I thought there was another one. Oh, God. Oh, your <laughs> bloody work people sending in. What about what about Emma's dad? He goes all right. He's less of a mystery, you know. He likes Top Gun. Yeah, true. Oh, and was having uh, was living with a with a friend of theirs, and uh, was suffering because they were they were they weren't getting to watch whatever TV they want. Oh yeah, I was, as you were saying that, I was like, what are you talking? Oh, yep. How are, how's that going, by the way? Are they all moved in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're nice. they're living in their new place. They go down to the bloody pool every morning. Oh wow! Damn. Do their their laps. Oh. And uh, I feel like every single day they make a new friend, so they're they're enjoying it. Anyway, the last few times I've gone over to mum and dad's, there's been like a plastic plate with cookies on it. I'm like, I'm not going to complain. This is pretty great. But they weren't fantastic cookies. And mum's like, yeah, the lady next door has been dropping them off. And so she's like, now I feel like I've had to make her cookies. And now they have like this unspoken like competition. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Of just like biscuits and God knows what else. So we've told mum like what she needs to do to step it up, what cookie she needs to make next to like just like win win the game. Swear to God. And it's great because, I mean, it's not great for my waistline, but, oh, <sighs> man, it's so good. Emma, I've, I've been cr- no, craving Ken. those cookies for like years. What? Years, Emma. Years, mate. It hasn't been years. Yeah. It has no. definitely been years. When was the last time I had one of those cookies? Not years. Definitely years. No. When, okay, think about it. When was the last time? The, when was the last time? All he's saying, Emma, is hook him up. Hook a brother yeah, up. Hook me up with some cookies. Seriously. No. No. What do I get out of this? What? My uh, undying friendship and love. I've already got that. What? No, next? you don't. Not anymore. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Give me cookies. One less, and then one you less get Christmas back. present to buy. That's fine. Damn it. This, re- this relationship is not transactional, Emma. Um, have you met me? 
speaking of transactions, we did have one kind of piece of follow up to go through before we one last piece of follow up to go through before the show proper starts. Ah, the most important one. Yeah, the most important one, at least for, you know, living. <laughs> Where is this going? Staying alive, rather. Or, you it's know, a bit of a sticky topic. For us continuing to feed our families. <laughs> Me and my cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have merch for sale. So at the, mo- at the moment, Woo-hoo. we just have a set of stickers. We're just going to keep things simple. Uh, so we've got a series of stickers based on our show art for each of the seasons. Uh, and then we also have two special stickers. <laughs> Uh, one of which is Fun Facts with Emma sticker. Which you know you want. And the second one, which I, I know at least one person out there is dying for, is a Jim's Dad's Fan Club sticker. <laughs> <laughs> if you guessed the person being my dad, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> what about the manager? Jim's Dad Fan Club manager. Nah, I don't know for I don't I don't know for sure that they want one, but I know my dad definitely wants one. <laughs> Is that what he's getting for Christmas? That's one thing he's getting for Christmas. But you know, friends, if there's anything else that you would like to see merch wise, let us know. Yeah. Maybe maybe you want a clock. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe you want a co-star. I don't know. You let us know and maybe we'll think about it. Maybe you want me. I'll definitely think about it. Yeah, and thank you, Damien, to being our one sale so far. Before we actually told anyone about it, thank you. Are we ready yeah. to jump into the into the movie? The Terminator. All right. <laughs> so we should actually start talking about the thing we're here to talk about tonight. What? So what did you two think of The Terminator? Amazing. Emma? Yeah, I definitely had thoughts, eh? The masterpiece. Look. Um, <laughs> the CGI could use them work, though. Yeah, the, the, the effects. <laughs> yeah, that has know, not held up. Yeah, the effects don't <laughs> age great. Haven't aged Look, great. I have seen The Terminator like quite a few times. I don't hate it, but would I watch it willingly ever again? No. Really? I was watching it again. Like it's been a few years since I'd watched it and I was watching it the other day and like there was some bits where I was like, oh man, this is cool. But then there was a lot where I was just like, I just feel like there's no real, like I know there's a story, but it just kind of like was the most simplest story and it just kind of went nowhere for me. I, I don't know. That's the great thing about this movie. They're, they're secretly know. slasher movies in disguise. Like it's basically Nightmare. No, no, it's basically Friday the Thirteenth, but with robots. <laughs> wow. Which you think you would think that I would be very into. I know. But look, I don't look. Is it a look? It, it's not terrible, but it just. I think maybe I wasn't in the right mind space to watch it as well, and it just dragged. So it's just look. Yeah. It, what in twenty twenty you didn't like a movie about a mindless killing machine? <laughs> Maybe it felt a little bit too close to home, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I, like, what year was it, 2036 or whatever it was? Maybe what? I, <laughs> like, I um, felt too close to that and I didn't like it. Yeah. Kyle Reese was fighting in 2021 to 2027. That's and I was it. like, oh, yeah. my God, that is close. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, it's <laughs> it doesn't feel far off, though. Like, that's, that's, that's what it was. They were so optimistic about, like, when they thought the first artificial intelligence would come aware, would become aware. Like, I know in the second one they say there's some shenanigans about them, them having access to the CPU from the first Terminator. But Judgment Day happens in 1997. In 2020, I have to tell a computer what a pedestrian crossing looks like to log into my email. <laughs> <laughs> Which one contains traffic lights? Yeah. <laughs> And then you freak out because part of the traffic light goes into the other box and you're like, oh, do fuck. I click this one? It's or got like oh, the one yeah, pixel. In the- <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're like, oh. Oh, technically. Um, 
yeah, look, like it's it's movies like that, like even um, Back to the Future and stuff like that, and you're like, oh man, I feel like we should be so. <laughs> yeah, I want to rehydrate pizzas. Gosh. Yeah, I want a bloody hoverboard. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch a um TV show called Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law? I'd seen oh. bits of it, but no. I've seen like comic strips, but that's yeah, it. He's, it's about a cartoon lawyer. He's like a lawyer that represents cartoons. And there's an episode where he, he represents the Jetsons and they come <laughs> into his <laughs> office and they say, we're from the far off future of 2002. And he looks at his desk calendar and it says 2004. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So does one of you want to give a rundown on what the Terminator is for those people who... <laughs> Oh, I got this. Don't know I got this, is. guys. Go, Ken. Okay. Go, okay. Ken. So in the future, in the near future of 2021, <laughs> AIs were developed. And we we got something called Skynet, which is like a super computer network that uh, start, that we gave a lot of control to uh, because, you know, they were really smart. So we gave them like security control. And then they decided that humans are the biggest threat to the world. So they decided to nuke everyone. They're not wrong. <laughs> They're not wrong. They're definitely not wrong. Wow, they are bad for the planet. Yeah, they <laughs> nuclear holocaust place. Uh, but, you know, not everyone died. And uh, John Connor, the son of Sarah Connor, came out and uh, started banding people together to make a resistance. In 2029, they started winning against the machines. Due to this, uh, they, uh, the Skynet sent back a Terminator uh, back to 1984. Uh, a Terminator is a powerful um, a, a robot with, you know, a metal en- endoskeleton with mm-hmm. organic material on the outside. Uh, so that makes them look human and also allows them to travel through this time machine that only transports organic material. That's the biggest line of bullshit in the entire yep. movie. Like- All right. Every like all of the other science in the movie, I can kind of get behind, but the bit where they're like, "It's something about a field generated by a living organism." I'm like, "All right, James Cameron, just like give it a rest, all right." <laughs> Sorry, Ken, uh, just go trying on. to make try to make things work. You know they are. Uh, yeah, and then um, a fella called Carl Reese, uh, one of um John Connor's lieutenants, gets sent back uh, along with the Terminator and uh, to to stop the Terminator from completing its mission of killing John Connor's mother, uh, Sarah Connor. He, he succeeds. Uh, uh, in stopping and also uh, somehow managed to father the child. He impregnated. Which, yeah, he, impregnated he, he manages to be John Connor's father. Yeah. That and whole then, thing. Oh, my God. Yep. Every time I watch it. It's yeah. even weirder when you realize that James Cameron later married Linda Hamilton. Oh, really? oh wow. Yeah. Are they still married? No. That was not, the, for, not for 20 uh, years. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, that was the point where I gave up on the um, the uh, summary and I just wrote bar, car chase, parking lot, car chase, police motel. Yeah, the rest of it is not relevant. I feel like that's about it. Dead. That's yeah. fine. The, that's fine. The Mexico. crux of the the crux of the part that we're focusing Mexico. on tonight. <laughs> the crux of the movie that we're focusing on is the sending of a robot back in time to kill someone before they're born. Part of the plot. That's the part that we we've got to focus on. on. Yep. Having said that, I love all of the little details of this movie. It, the movie is so well done and so memorable. Like, I don't know why, but so many of the lines are just committed to my memory. Like the very mm-hmm. first line where the truck driver can't start the garbage truck and he goes, what the hell? Like, I don't know why, <laughs> but that that line is just burned into my brain. <laughs> or the... Oh, um, God. <laughs> the where, where, she, where Sarah drives her scooter to the diner where she works and she parks it next to the little 
hamburger mascot and says, go to for me, big buns. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. It's so 80s. It's offensively 80s. Like even, oh, the, really even the soundtrack, like it's like they pulled a John Carpenter and said, we've got no money, kid. Guess what you're doing the score and handed, John, handed James Cameron a synth. Oh, that that music is so cool. I didn't include it in my um in my fun facts, but I do remember reading something about um a lot of the sound effects in it are like the composer hitting pots and pans together. Yeah. <laughs> and then like smashing it all together in the end. And I'm just like, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Like I would not put that past that movie. I love that kind of practical foley work though. Like it gives movies <laughs> yeah. like that a real charm. Like, you know, in, in Star Wars, you know, like the, the laser pist- like the blaster noise, that pew pew yeah. noise that's made by, you know, like steel wire that like holds up, like, you know, like on a television tower, how you got like the steel wire holding the TV tower to the ground. Yeah. Yep. They made the pew pew sound by whacking steel wire with a hammer. Oh, oh wow. That's cool. Makes nice. that like pew pew noise. Yeah, now I can picture it. Yeah, I just love that kind of practical yeah, folly cool. work. Yeah, that's the thing. I love watching those um like videos on YouTube and stuff when you see how like different sounds are being made where it's just like some dude like aggressively eating carrots or something. Or, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite funny. Speaking of being unrealistic, how old do you think Sarah Connor is in the movie? Not Linda Hamilton. How old do you think Sarah Connor is? I would have put her at like, well, she was at 20s. a bar, so she's got to be like 24. 25? Yeah, I was going to guess 25. So Linda Hamilton was 27 when the movie was released. Sarah Connor is 19, according to the script. How did she get to the club? <laughs> oh. She paid like five bucks. Well, maybe maybe mm. can you get into clubs when you're over 18 but you just can't well, drink? How much was it to get into that pub? What pub? Uh, that bar? Was it four bucks or five bucks? I don't know. Not important, not important. That's a good trivia question, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, the script says that she's 19, but this is, this is confirmed by the sequel where it's set in 1995 and the doctor says that she's 29. Oh. Uh, okay, yeah. So she was 18. Yeah. Hmm. Good God. Well, that ma- You know what? That makes a little bit more sense to me as to why she couldn't keep it in her bloody pants after knowing this guy for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> in, one minute they're in the kitchen making fucking pipe bombs. Next minute they're bloody... <laughs> Making a baby. I, yeah, I don't understand like, come how on. that's oh, romantic, Sarah. It really gets me hot and heavy. It sounds Ooh, like yeah, a porn calories. euphemism. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, I'm here to lay some pipe bombs. <laughs> I just love nice. when it's – actually, I do love that scene and she's like on the phone to her mum, which is actually the Terminator, and like when it goes and it flashes to like Arnie sitting there on the phone and it's like with the mum's voice. I love how he's holding the phone in that scene as well. He's holding it like you would hold like fine china with like his, yeah. the tips of his fingers. <laughs> Uh, to be that strong. I feel like if he uh, held it normally, he'd probably crush it with those huge biceps. Yeah. Nice. Oh, Arnie. So what do, you, what do you think of Arnie in this movie? You know what? I'm an Arnie fan. Like, I do love him. What's I, funny is that I always had this perception that, like, this was, like, because this is one of his first movies, he couldn't, like, speak any English. Yeah. But it turns out it was just James Cameron trying to be a dick and give him less lines than Arnie's previous movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I do know that um, that he had asked for the, the the famous line, I'll be back. He had trouble saying I'll, so he asked James Cameron whether he could say I will be back and he tried to argue that like a robot wouldn't use like- Use contractions. Uh, contractions. <laughs> and he's like, mm. no. Because <laughs> I think they'd already like produced the graphic novel or something by then. So they, he was like, no, it's I'll be back in the in the novel. So you have to do it that way. It's also just such an iconic line and I will be back just doesn't- Yeah, it doesn't have the same like- That really sounds like an answering machine. Yeah, I will be back between the hours of nine and three. <laughs> but if he, but if he said I will be back, will that be the popular saying now? Who knows? 
I don't know if it would be as popular. That's the thing. If only we had a time machine. But I do, I do like um, the the obviously the other famous line of "Come with me if you want to live." I do like that. Like I said, I love so many of the lines in this movie. Yeah. Like, like right at the beginning when the the little kid tips a thing of ice cream into Sarah's like apron. And her friend there goes, just think in a hundred years, who's going to care? I love that. It's such a nice little bit of foreshadowing. (laughs) Oh, wow. I didn't even think that. Yep. That kid was a little shithead though. Also, who would waste ice cream? What a shithead. Yeah. Have you met little children? They don't care. They just throw things on the floor. Yeah, but not ice cream. Kids are idiots. Kids are idiots. Kids are basically drunk little idiots. Yeah. I was over at, we had family night the other night and my niece was just screaming about pasta. Pasta, pasta, pasta. And you're like, oh, okay. You want some pasta? Okay. Sounds like me. Did she learn yeah. a new word? Pasta. No, no. That's her fucking favorite word, though, man. She pasta. loves pasta. 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 What is it with no, kids Emma, and carbs? Go away. Don't touch me. Oh, okay. I'll just go away then. Oh, man. Anyway. Carbs she loves me and then she hates me. So it's all. I love getting my niece into like logical paradoxes. So, like, you, you tell her, like, go away, and then you, like, go away, and then you, you she says, come back, and you go, but you told me to go away, and you can see, like, the cogs turning in her head of, like. Yep. <laughs> oh, crap. You're giving her too much power. She's going to be so sassy. No, we I, I do the same thing. Like, it, I, I used to, with um with my niece, like, get really offended when she'd be like, go away, go away, or whatever, and now it's just like, yeah, right, oh, whatever. Yeah. And then she'll, like, stare at you from the distance, and you're just like, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Should we talk about the plan? Yeah, what about the, the villain's plan? Well, I guess that is the plan, isn't it? Isn't it that he sends a robot back in time and tries to kill the maker of the person? The resistance, gonna, the yeah, resistance the, leader. The really. resistance leader. Which, what is the logic behind that? Like Reese says in the movie that the machine's battle grid had already been smashed and that the war had been won. The machines must know that sending a Terminator back in time can't possibly change that because it's already happened. So the only explanation is that working under assumption that this will create like a branching timeline and that hopefully in the branching timeline Skynet wins just seems like a weird investment of resources to make a time machine that can only help another version of you. Maybe Skynet is a robot utilitarian so it wants like all the other timelines to succeed even at its own failure. But maybe it's like they didn't think that that they maybe hadn't done that. Do you know? It's one of those things that like if you don't do it you don't know. Like they had to send somebody back because what if they hadn't done that in another timeline and they had to do it in this one to make sure that potentially what if they did stop it? Mm. Sorry, what do you mean? How do you mean? <laughs> like, so you're saying what's the, like that the resistance had already won. So what's yep. the point in sending them back? Yeah. What, what I'm saying is that Skynet has to be working under assumption that what they're doing creates a branching timeline, like in Back yes. to the Future. Yeah. So the, the point is that they're going to have to do it anyway because... Yeah, they were destined to do it. Yeah, like you kind of, yeah, they're either destined to do it or you've already lost. What have you got to lose? But like, this is, this is the thing. I, I don't know how that destined to do it argument can work because, like, it creates a problem for the central time loop of the story. Like, how could John Connor know that Reese is his father? There would have to have been an original timeline where nothing was sent back in time and John Connor rose to be the leader of the resistance without any time intervention on the part of Skynet. Mm. This is see, time time fucking travel confuses the hell out yeah. of me. Like yeah. dude, whenever yeah. it's in any movie, I get so bloody wrapped up in my head and I just don't get it. But like cuz on the flip side, obviously Kyle Reese didn't know he was John Connor's dad, but John Connor knew that it was his dad because 
um, Sarah said that she was going to tell him. So he obviously knew so he could send the correct person back in time to, which would be so weird to know that, but whatever. But then surely the Terminators or whatever, they would have known, Skynet, they would have, surely they would have been able to know as well. Yeah. And then the key is if you don't send, but then, yeah, this is where I just get confused because if you don't send them back, then therefore the time loop technically shouldn't have happened, but it already did. So how does it? No, 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 no. If you don't don't send a Terminator back, they won't have the CPU to create as a basis to create Skynet in the second Mm -hmm. movie. But how did the, how did Skynet get made the first time before something got sent back in time to create Skynet? Maybe you know what I don't I don't know if I, like this is the thing right and this is where I get so confused because I just think the more you think about it the more it doesn't yeah, make this sense. Is, like the, the only movie that successfully dealt with this issue with the time travel is uh, Austin Powers' The Spy Who Shagged Me when he goes oh no I've gone cross eyed. <laughs> And Basil Exposition is like, I suggest you don't think about it too much and then looks directly into the camera and goes, and that goes for you too. Yeah. But, that, nice. yeah, because that's the thing. Like, the more you think about it, the more it just does not make sense because, yeah. Uh, anyway, mm. it is what it maybe, is. Maybe the Terminator and the timeline, it's a hellish loop that humans go through for ruining the earth. Yes. I mean, it's, just a, it's just hell. It's just hell. Hell is and we're looping over hell. Look, I mean, if this is what 2020 is, I mean, it's probably not that far off for 2021. <laughs> oh, no. My favorite um, explanation, well, not explanation, but like my favorite, I guess, fanfic explanation for 2020 is that like the aliens left the, the simulation a little bit longer than they expected and then he's going <laughs> to come back at the end of this year and be like, oh, fuck, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Please, please flip it back to normal. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's on. It's in chaos mode right now. So, is the is the is Skynet the? Yeah, Skynet is the villain yeah, in this is movie. Villain? Yeah. Oh, that's what I was, I was, fuck, I couldn't even think of the word villain then. Good mm. God, Skynet is the villain, right? Skynet, yeah. So, what do you what do you guys rate them? What do you what do you think? Mm, I think Skynet is uh, capable, smart, <laughs> thematically great, but uh, they really messed up with the time travel. They really did, yeah. Yeah. But I think and that's have- not Skynet. That's that's James Cameron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, mm. Let's cut Skynet some slack. That's James Cameron. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. And they had really bad security for a time machine. Like, how do you let like other people into your time machine? Like, following straight. I don't think it was intentional. Machine. Like they say, and this is like one thing that I'll give props for the movie. Is that they explain that like this was the machine's last ditch effort. Like the you know people like sorry humankind had already won. Skynet had no hope of winning in their present timeline. Their only choice was to try sending something back through time. And like as the human forces took over whatever Skynet's compound was that like where they were like their base of operations, they gained access to the time travel machine and saw that they'd already sent something back in time. Fair enough. Well done, James Cameron. That part makes sense. Yeah, that part makes sense. Well done. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Um, So what what do you guys rate it? I overall give it a six out of ten. Six? That's pretty harsh. Oh, mm. oh harsh. Okay. <laughs> new me, new season, new Ken. <laughs> Who dis? <laughs> Sarah Kenner. Ugh. Emma. Look, we—I don't really know what the rest of their plan was, and obviously, this part of the plan that we're looking at is like the last ditch <laughs> effort. So, I feel like that part are probably going to give a three. 
I just feel like there wasn't that much thought in it, sending a robot mm. back to kill somebody. They didn't even give him a picture of which one she was. They yeah, that's have a true. It's after a nuclear holocaust. They didn't know what anybody what, looked like or where they lived. a fucking robot, or... Jim. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, can't you, like, reverse, like, what John Connor looks like and then, like, go back and figure out the Or DNA. use some sort of, like, I don't know, D- I don't know. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Use some sort of machine him, learning. Like thing, maybe yeah. get him to memorize a phone directory before he gets there. Like you know, <laughs> he had to look for a phone directory. How did he even know what a phone directory was? Damn. I mean, he's a robot. He's not. <laughs> but also, if you're going back in time, would you not know like where they were going to be at this point, or are you just like fuck it? I'm just going to go to that year. Again, this this is another good point in the movie's favor. Kyle Reese says that. Basically, all of the records pre-nuclear war have been destroyed and the machine oh, okay. has, like, nothing to go on. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. Fair, it fair, just fair. knew where right. she lived, like, what, what city. city. Yeah, and that's fair. Look, I already know at my doctor that I used to go to, there was, like, three people with the same name, so that's fair. I think I'm going to give it an eight. Like, the Whoa. only thing that's, yeah, the only thing that stops it is, like, them sending, I don't know. It's just if I luck. rated it way too harsh, am I just not thinking... <laughs> <laughs> the the only thing that stops the Terminator is luck, basically. That Sarah, some like that, the final confronta- confrontation takes place in that like machine shop. That's the only thing that stops Sarah from surviving. There wasn't their intention to go to that place to have the final confrontation with the machine. It's just mm. pure luck that the thing ended up in that like compressor. I don't know what you call it, the hydraulic press. Hydraulic thing. press. Yeah. yeah. Which surprisingly is a fantastic machine. Yeah. Ooh, but I've like watched many a YouTube video of them. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've been too harsh now, but you know, I gotta, I'm gonna stick to my guns. It is what it is. You know, we have the magic of editing, Emma. I can just edit over whatever. No, but you like, I tell feel me. like I stand by that. I didn't think it was a like it was going back in time to kill some. Like, maybe it is a good. It's a, like it's not the worst plan, but I just I just feel like, yeah. It's a good plan if you're working on the assumption that whatever you do here creates a branching timeline where another version of you has a chance to succeed. Which you would assume is what was going to happen. Like, it, yeah, but obviously not because it was a fucking loop. Which I think I haven't seen the the most recent Terminator movie, but I think they go into a little bit that everything is like branching timelines as the Terminators and people go back and forth across time. Right. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot of them. Mostly, I've probably. seen. I've only ever seen the first three. I haven't so seen I think any I've of seen the... the first three. Yeah, and I'm but... on this one. I'm genuinely just focused because I do not. I, I remember bits and pieces, especially from Terminator Two. First one, second one, genuinely excellent movies. Third one, yeah, is the third one with that female one? Yeah. Yep. A TX. Um. Yeah, look, I'm going to, I'm going to maybe, maybe moving on in the season, maybe I'll be a little less harsh, but I think Mm -hmm. maybe look, I'm going to, because I know that somebody is going to get angry at me. I'm going to throw it out there now. I know that I'm being harsh, but I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, no, that's fair. I get it though. Like, you know, they really, they, you know, they fucked with time travel and it really wasn't a great plan. Even if you treat it as a last resort, that's a shit last resort. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, well, we might as well travel. (laughs) Exactly. So free, I understand. To be fair, they'd already used all the nukes. So, like, what other option was there to them? But this is, this is, so this is the thing. Cause I mean, and this is where I'm coming from that if I'm just focusing on the part of the plan that we like actually focus on now that we know of is that they've traveled back. Whereas if I was looking at from start to finish and knew what their overall plan was, I mean, they failed, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Um, cool. So, before we get into our plans, are you guys ready for some? 
Fun facts. That's fun I am. facts. Fun facts with Emma. Fun facts with Emma. Yeah. Woo! Um, what do you got for us tonight, Emma? So, did you know that um, the idea for the Terminator came from a nightmare that James Cameron had? I'll he, say. Um, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His dreams are fucked up. Um, so he had dreamed Was Titanic of a- also another nightmare? <laughs> Probably. Um, that was a wet dream. He- Although I will say Avatar is our nightmare. Hey-o. 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 I actually like Avatar. Nah. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Emma. Um, anyway, so he had dreamed of a um, a solid chrome torso crawling out of an explosion and dragging itself across the floor. <laughs> so as soon as he woke up from that, he quickly cooked up a story of a robot assassin sent back in time to kill the woman whose son will become the saviour of humankind. Um, so at the time he had actually been, I think he was in Rome and he was filming a movie called Piranha 2, The Spawning. <laughs> Wow. And he got talked into doing it. He didn't want to do it. He's hated it. And I believe since then he's like disowned it. Yeah. So he says that the Terminator was his first movie, but it actually wasn't. Yeah. I, I'm inclined to give him the credit as Terminator being his first movie because he also wrote the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. That That's fair. Whereas I don't think he wrote Piranha 2, The Spawning. No, I think, I don't know. He must have been, I think he was living in his car at, the time or something so he must have said yes as a i need money yes type thing. which is fair we've all <laughs> been there fair when you're living in your car yeah oh i haven't been there so the studio wanted oj simpson to play the terminator that can you imagine that um right. and arnie was originally due to pay, uh due to play kyle reese can oh, you imagine okay. oj as um terminator <laughs> do you know do you know the reason why they didn't pick him uh no. They th- the producers thought that OJ was too nice to be convincing as a killer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Can wow. you imagine if that if they'd actually oh, wow. gone through with it? Oh, oh wow. Oh, orange juice. This movie did did, yeah, did not age well. Um No. Well, that part <laughs> wouldn't have aged particularly well. I think this movie's no. aged pretty well, apart from the special effects. So initially when um, James Cameron was going to be meeting with Arnie, he didn't want him to be involved in the movie. So he was planning to, but the studio wanted him to be involved. So he was planning to pick a fight with him and then storming back into the studio and demanding a different actor. However, mm-hmm. after they met, he wanted him to play the Terminator. So he went back into the room and was like, I don't want him to play Kyle Reese. He is the Terminator. <laughs> I get that. Like say what you will about Arnie, but he seems like a very charismatic man. Oh yeah, I freaking love. Like, mm. am I like attracted to Arnie? No, not at all. But do I love him? Yes. Yeah, hands down. Sting was considered for the role of Kyle Reese as well. He was apparently offered uh, a whopping three hundred and fifty thousand dollars to play. Um, oh, wow. Other other considerations um, outside of Arnie originally were Bruce Springsteen. Mel Gibson, Bruce Willis, and there was a few other people as well. I've got a whole list here. Do you yeah, want a list? I had the whole list. I mean, you can read out the list if you want. I narrowed it down to a few, so it wouldn't be like reading out twenty names. I don't know. If, I don't know if the mic caught me cracking my neck there, but we got Tom Selleck, Kevin Klein, Mickey Rourke, Ron Perlman, Chevy Chase, Michael Keaton, Alec Baldwin, Robin Williams, Jack Nicholson, Martin Sheen, Kevin Cosner, John Travolta, Harrison Ford, Richard Gere, and Michael Douglas. This movie would have been so weird with any of those people. I know. I only know who Tom Selleck is because I uh, watched him meet the Robinsons. Can you imagine a Terminator with like a thick mustache? <laughs> he would have been great. Was this for the Terminator or was this for Kyle Reese, though? This is for the Terminator. Oh, hey. 
Tom, yeah, Tom Selleck as the Terminator. Oh, I'd watch that. Robin Williams, that would have been weird. Yeah. No, that wouldn't have been. What, they thought OJ Simpson was too nice, but they were going to do Robin Williams. <laughs> I know. What? Yeah. Oh, Jack weird. Nicholson I'd get. Yeah, but I just don't think, oh, maybe back then in the 80s it was a little bit buffer, but I just don't think for like a, I just can't see past what Arnie is, like the whole thing of it, what it is now. That's the thing. I don't think the plan was to have the Terminator look like Arnold until they got like Arnold involved. Like the James Cameron yeah. original idea was that they looked like an everyman so they could blend in. That's their whole idea. <laughs> Robin Williams. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, but, no, like, Robin is, Williams yeah, can do a great like stone face. The idea that like they look like a, a bodybuilder because like they need to hide all of the robotics didn't come into the like the script until like very late in production. Yeah. Yep. So speaking of like the skeleton and whatever, it took hmm. seven separate artists um, working around the clock for about six months to create uh, James Cameron's vision of the Terminator skeleton puppet. And the final skeleton weighed more than 100 pounds. Oh, wow. And so if we stick on that topic, because the the robot, when they had built it, it didn't walk naturally, they developed the storyline that the Terminator developed a limp after walking out of the fiery truck. Ooh. So that when it... Um, shed his skin that it made sense as to why it walked a bit funny. And I remember <laughs> watching it like the other day. <laughs> it's so like, goofy. When it's like walking up the steps and I was just like, it's going to trip. <laughs> it's going to trip. <laughs> also that bit with it, you know, there's there's like there's one shot in the movie where like the Terminator is trying to bash through the door into the like the machine shop yep. and that they've done like the worst like green screen you've <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> To the Terminator on the so other side bad. of the door. It's so oh, bad. And even when he's like fixing his eye and like the fake face that it's got. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I will say that's one of the other lines that's really stuck in my, committed to my memory. The line where he they go through like the Terminator vision where the guy like knocks on the door and is like, hey, what's up, buddy, you got a dead cat in there? And they go through the Terminator vision and he selects, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> I love that so much. Did you know I, I was when I was reading online before that you can still get Terminator mode on if you have an iPhone two. What? If you have iPhone two, there's like a um a code that you can key in on the phone and you can get Terminator mode on it. Ooh. Fucking sick. Terminator vision, yeah. But that is kind of fitting. I don't know if this is one of your facts, Emma, but the text that scrolls by in Terminator Vision is uh, the ROM assembler code for the MOS six five oh two, the CPU of the Apple II, but it's written in hexadecimal. Ah. So basically the Terminator runs on a 6502 processor, which is what like the original <laughs> Nintendo Entertainment System ran on. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, that's great. Oh, man. Um, no, I did not have that as one of my facts. I will watch um, out for my Nintendo. I leave those kind of like really super nerdy facts for you, Jim, because I know that's your jam. Yeah. And I don't want to yuck on your yums. Um, so the financiers of the, um, of the movie, they had two suggestions for Cameron. The first one was to strengthen the relationship between Kyle and Sarah, which obviously happens. And maybe that's where they got locked in the (laughs) fucking time loop. Um, and the second one was for Kyle to have a cyborg canine companion. Fuck. Can you imagine how like, (laughs) how great that would have been? (laughs) Great, great, great cyborg dog. Oh, Can you that imagine? Would've... It would have been like I'm picturing one of those, um, you know, in the '90s when we grew up and they had those little yes, toy robots. I know, that's exactly what I was thinking as well. Yeah, I've forgotten what they were called, but that's exactly what I was oh. picturing. Oh man, I had I one and that was great. Oh man, um, 
so this probably is a bit of a callback to what you were saying before, Jim, um, but uh, that Arnie only had 58 spoken words in the movie. Mm-hmm. So the Terminator himself has a few more lines, I think, like in terms of um, yeah, where he's impersonating people, the, impersonating the police people officer and, and the mum. Yeah. yeah, in in Poland, the the film was released as the Electronic Murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. I would nice. definitely watch that. You have um, watched that. I, I have, I have. But even if it wasn't the Terminator, if it was the electronic murder, I'd be like, mm, all right. Um, it seems like it sounds like one of those really shitty movies that Damien would like get and then tell people to watch um, <laughs> that he just finds randomly. Like I'm sure there is one. Um, uh, and the last one I got here is um, when James Cameron was trying to woo the studio. He had um, an actor who was in his Piranha 2, um, Lance Henriksen, um, he showed oh, yeah. up at the meeting decked out in costume as as the Terminator. So he broke down the studio's office door while wearing a ripped shirt, leather jacket, <laughs> combat boots, and gold foil from a cigarette pack folded around his teeth. Um, and Whoa. they loved the gimmick and the pitch. So they greenlit the movie with a budget of $6 million. I can, I can just picture that. Imagine like James Cameron walking into a room full of like coked out studio execs being like, so I got this idea for a movie. Door comes kicking down. Dude dressed as a robot comes in and these guys are like, oh, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Sign me up. Um, yeah, that'd be great. Um and that was the the fun fun facts I had. There was actually quite a few more, but um, I thought I'd keep it to ones that I actually found interesting. And I got one it. that I found interesting. Oh, go for it. Uh, so Arnie doesn't do the voice of the Terminator in the German dub of the film, despite being a native <laughs> German speaker. Um, <laughs> And this is because he's from Austria and to like people from Germany, people from Austria sound like farmers. Ooh. Like they sound like rednecks. Oh my God. He, was, he wasn't posh enough for the bloody yeah. Germans. Yeah. Oh. I thought Poor you were going to say um, Arnie didn't do the voice of uh, Sarah Connor's mum. <laughs> no. <laughs> also that. Can you imagine that? That would have been fantastic if Arnie just like broke into like oh, hi, impressions sweetheart. in the middle of the movie. Oh, hi. It's me, your mother. I'm worried sick about you, darling. That actually sounds quite close. But I love how, like, the, the Terminator doesn't even try to keep up a voice when he, like, hangs up. He's like, he calls the hotel straight up. He's like, give me your address there. <laughs> give me your address there. <laughs> you imagine taking that? Oh, I mean, if you're working in a bloody motel back in yeah. the 80s, you'd probably get a lot of weird calls. But Yeah, probably. Oh, give me your address there. Give me your address. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Sure, you sound friendly. <laughs> You sound like a man who needs a motel right now. You're not going to murder anyone now, are you? (laughs) Fuck you, asshole. (laughs) Uh, Oh, those robot dogs are called poochies. Do you remember Furbies as well? They were great. Oh, gosh, those are so creepy to me. I loved it. Yeah, can you imagine, like, something with the computing power of a Furby trying to take over the world? Yes, a Furby. I've I've seen the Terminator. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of how much computing power, like, the original NES had. Oh, my God. Like I said, this movie is, like, woefully optimistic for, like, artificial intelligence progress, but I love it. But you know what? Don't they have, like, robots in Japan that are pretty humanised? Oh, that's right. What's that dancing... (laughs) 
Do you mean like Asimo? Is that the the one? Yeah, I think so. The one that looks like an astronaut? Yeah, Asimo. Yeah. He just goes around dancing, doesn't he? Is it Asimo? Yeah, Asimo. It sounds about right. Yeah. It sounds familiar. The one made by Honda. Yes. Speaking of Japanese robots and world domination, uh, did you guys see that the uh, they made the giant Gundam move? The what? <laughs> the giant Gundam. Yeah. Yeah, that's not ominous for 2020 at all. Like, nope. I swear to God, if that's like what happens in December of 2020, I will not be impressed. What is it? <laughs> so, you know how Japan has an obsession with robots? Yeah. Uh, they have built like five-story tall robot. What? Why? It was always, afraid it's of Godzilla. Why are they building because five? Of Japan. Because they're afraid of Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. Isn't that what Mothra's for? No, Mothra is the bad one. Godzilla protects no, Moth- them against. No, Mothra is the good one, yeah. No, I thought, doesn't Godzilla protect them against Mothra? Doesn't? He defeat. I thought Godzilla comes back and Mothra like protects them. It's been like a good decade since I've seen that movie, and I was quite drunk at the time. Bad. I'm trying to remember. Maybe Mothra is good. What's the no? There's another bad one, and Godzilla like helps them. Oh, there's 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 a dozen. Ghidorah, Mecha Godzilla. All right, is that our next movie? After no, Godzilla. Um, <laughs> although no. there 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 is a comp. Speaking of Japanese mech suits, there is a company in Japan that makes like power lifting suits so it's like you step into it and it helps you like lift very heavy things <laughs> why do you need that why are people even going to the gym anymore it's it's for people who work in like warehouses and stuff like that so you can like lift things onto trucks and stuff that's what you get a forklift for it's already been invented japan anyway the in- <laughs> the interesting part is that the company is called cyberdyne systems <laughs> yes why does why does that sound? That's the company that creates Skynet in the Terminator movies. Oh, oh why does that sound familiar? Oh, Japan, what are you doing? Surely somebody- in, be the de- like, You'll be the death of us all, Japan. <laughs> I feel like somebody, whoever created that company was like- You guys, I've got it. <laughs> I don't don't ask Sorry. me where I got this from, but I've got a really cool company name. It came from the future. <laughs> No. All right. Noticing the time, we should probably get on. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. We've been shit talking for a while. This is what happens when we don't record for a really long time. We just like have fun, Jim. So my plan, robots don't need oxygen to breathe, right? Oh, gosh. I, I, I mean, you're the one telling the story. You probably know more about robots than I, I think do. I know where this is Ro- going. Robots <laughs> don't need oxygen to breathe, right? Check. Logic checks out. Yeah. Uh, and if you know. have a machine to transport something through time, you also have a machine to trans- th- transport it through space as well. That's why it's called space time. So step one, send the machine, send like maybe three Terminators to Mars at some point in the past with a working knowledge of how to mine, process and shape metal. So you send three or so just in case one of them gets taken out by an accident. Step two. <laughs> Turn Mars into Cybertron. Step three, make sure you give your Terminators the goal of expanding to other star systems and bam, you got yourself a Von Neumann probe. And then bonus, (laughs) Earth gets taken out in the... (laughs) As kind of a side quest. <laughs> As a side quest. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Of course you would find a way to loop in your two favourite things, robots yep. and space. Yeah. Um, and- so well done. <laughs> Points for that, Jim. Question, oh. though, who runs Skynet? Like, who started that? Like, is that is there a leader of Skynet that is human? You find out in the sequel that Skynet was created to be, like, 
a, a smart autopilot for planes mm. and it was it was designed to like coordinate like all of the flights happening yeah, all the time right. yeah. and eventually they integrated that into national security and that's when it got control of the nukes and that's when it became self-aware decided humans were a threat and took everybody out so there's no human in control of skynet but humans developed it right considering the logic of this movie like i can't I can't fault your plan. I'll be, real with, I'll be real with you. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what they, what their plan is, right? Like, what do they want from this? Was it they just want us to get rid of the humans because then, therefore, like, your plan works, but it's like a side quest. You're like... Exactly. You're like going for universe domination. But The beauty of my plan is you can send the machine back almost as far as you want, really. Send it back like a billion years. It doesn't really matter. The machines need like maybe a hundred years before they have enough like metal and, you know, equipment and Mm. they've probably terraformed Mars by that point, but they only need like so much time before they can like expand out to Earth and other star systems beyond Earth. Yeah. But I guess the question there is then obviously with this whole bloody time travel thing and who knows what the actual time travel rules are in this movie, but you can't go back too far because then if you fuck up whatever, then you haven't been invented. But like the whole premise of this movie is like there has to be a branching timeline, otherwise none of it could happen. Well, I don't know. They look they didn't really explain that, so because <laughs> it looked like a bloody loop to me. Oh <sighs> god. Um look, no, it was a good plan. I think I really enjoyed mm. that you brought in space. Space Spache. Did they have enough um, resources to send three of them back if it was the last resort and they managed to send one back? We, there's three canonical Terminator movies now. Oh, that's true. So yeah. we know they have enough power to send at least three back. Fair, fair, fair. Disregarding all the movies that and the TV shows and everything else that's not canon anymore, we have Terminator 1, Terminator 2, and the most recent one are like officially canon movies. Plus they sent like, um, we know they sent like two humans back, so there's like six entities going back right there. Yeah, but we're only focused, we're not thinking about the other ones at all. So all we know at this point in time is that they, it was a last ditch effort and they were able to get one back and the human. We don't know mm-hmm. any of the other stuff. I'm still like, I'm not trying to... Like I am trying to pull your part, your plan apart because that's <laughs> the whole point of this whole section. But we're ignoring the other movie. So if we're just okay. focusing on this one movie, all we know is that they can do one Terminator, one Terminator, and it was their last okay. ditch effort. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Well, I, st- I still think it's. It, I still think my plan works reasonably well. If you even if you can only send one Terminator back in time, mm. you only need yeah. like one. The other two were just for redundancy in my plan, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and I think as well, look, if we actually, if we do think, I mean, is that one Terminator just up in space, like just by himself, like lonely as hell? Like that sounds lonely. I mean, he d- he doesn't know why you cry until Terminator 2, so we're fine there. Oh, I get us one in that case. But the I guess as well, and not to help you, but if they went, if they decided that a little bit earlier, then potentially, like before they, the humans won. Yeah, the, the whole pre- to, the whole yeah. premise of my plan is you send them back very far in time, like so far that the humans, like there are no humans to stop you. Like that could be a thousand years, that could be two million years, oh, could be a billion years. Right. Oh. I was just more meaning that, like you could, like I picked Mars because, like, you need to send an organic thing back in time, but like doesn't need to be alive forever once you get there. No, I more meant in terms of like when. When you chose to send them back, Hmm. that you could do that before the humans won so that that way you had more power in your machine. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm sending them back very, very far back in time. I I think we're saying different things, but okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my plan is very, very short, very sweet, very simple. Don't send them 
back like send them back when sarah's younger like plan done like send her back <laughs> send, so? them, send them back no but like send them back when she's like 10 years old that way ah. one she can't be impregnated because it's are you not familiar with the the movie of terminator are you not familiar with the premise of terminator 2 no because we're only focusing on terminator 1 jim <laughs> okay <laughs> we're focusing on terminator 1 right now jim aren't we i have something to say about this sorry emma continue but we're, we're f- this is me genuinely focusing on terminator 1 <laughs> okay, right okay. we are not thinking of any other fucking movies terminator one send him back when she's younger one if they're back in time because like she's going to be one for the terminator she's going to be fucking a lot easier to kill right Mm -hmm. two kind of gets rid of the whole kyle reese having sex with her because she's 10 years old Okay, yep. So therefore John Connor isn't created. So if, if for some reason the Terminator fails, like she can't actually. I mean, you are familiar with the concept of linear time, right? Sarah Connor will become 18 eventually, yes. Oh, but if he God, can- that's so creepy. Cut this out, Jim, for the love of God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but no, but she'll be, she'll be killed. She'll be dead. Okay, but like I'm just saying like that, that point about like Kyle can't become John Connor's father if he sends Sarah Connor back to when she's 10, like- Eventually, she will no longer be ten. Yeah, but the point is, and this is this is this is where the confusion of the time loops and all that shit comes in, right? Because mm-hmm. if she's, if we're thinking it's all like the one loop or whatever, if she's dead at ten, then she never makes it to eighteen in any of the time loops. I, I know, but what I'm saying yeah. is, like, just for the sake of argument, if they manage to kill the Terminator when she's ten. Eventually, she will very soon no longer be 10 and be old enough to have a child. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is that 10 didn't work. All right, cool. Let's go back to when she's eight. Let's <laughs> kill her mum while, while she's a fetus. Like let's, like, let's just go younger and younger. Why not go back even further and- <laughs> Kill her mum. <laughs> I was going to say, like, stomp on that fish what crawled out of the ocean, that little bastard. <laughs> And all of our pain and suffering. But this is this is the point, right? This is what I was thinking. Like, clearly it made sense to me, like, why, why they did it the way they did it and whatever and blah, blah, blah. blah. But <laughs> go back in time when she's younger and then that way she, she's, a little, she's a lot easier to kill. And if there's that many, if there's three Sarah Connors who looked, oh, actually, no, there was a bit ah, here, of an age Here difference. we go. Here we go. Here's you my just point. just got to go to one school. I have one point against your uh, go here back we go. to when Sarah Connor was 10. Yep. When Sarah Connor was 10 years old, she wasn't an adult yet, and mm-hmm. therefore she wasn't uh, she hasn't moved out and she wouldn't be on the phone book. Ooh. Oh! Yeah, but you would know who her parents are. You'd go to the Connors. Yeah, that's true. But if you oh, but if you knew that, then wouldn't they have sent it back to kill the parents first? No, you're still going back to kill her, but you just have to the parents would be in the phone book. This mm. this is where like not to like denigrate my own plan or anything, but like the logic of the movie is kind of they want to go back in time and kill Sarah Connor, but they don't want to go back so far that they could risk not being created. Yep. Oh. So I feel like if she was eighteen or nineteen in the movie, it's only an extra eight years. Hmm. I feel like it's weird that <laughs> yeah. I'm like plotting to kill a ten-year-old kid, and I'm about to be like killing a ten-year-old kid's easy. But like, you are right there, but killing a ten-year-old is easier than killing an adult. You are correct yeah, in that assumption. Yeah. Yes, and that way, God, I'm going to end up on so many lists. Uh, <laughs> no, I've, I've sort of held back. I've, I've, I only have a phone book thing to say. Damn it, Emma got us. Emma got us real good. Like, it, we can't argue against her. It it makes sense. <laughs> and this is this is me only focusing on the first one. We're not thinking of any of the other shit that comes in on any of the other movies. It's just this movie. And it mm. makes sense. Go back to when she's younger. Mm. Cool. All right, that's my plan done. Yo. <laughs> okay. well All right, Kenneth. Uh, Kenneth uh, thinks that, you know, Skynet's <laughs> got a fair amount of power with uh, the security system already. 
So they should play the long game and go for and try and take care of the healthcare system as well. You know, they bring out ways to make people live longer. You know, put in universal healthcare, and then you know, we, one day we'll do a universal body check. Everyone gets a body check, and then we'll sterilize everyone. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> everyone. Everyone. Okay, we 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 say okay. Um, you know, you know, if people argue, we just go under the guise of you know population control and to um maximize happiness. We have to keep the population under control, so we need to uh, sterilize everyone. And then we tell them, oh, it's definitely reversible, so don't worry about it. I'm just going to sterilize you, but I'll reverse it later. <laughs> exactly. It's I took inspiration from uh, Jim's plan in the fantasy season. Oh, my God. I don't know what uh, you're we talking about, talking, the, uh, When we were talking I about the- I don't know what you're talking about. The Willow episode. I'm distancing myself from that episode. <laughs> oh, the Willow episode. The Willow oh, episode. Yeah. Anyway, we sterilize everyone. You know, and then uh, eventually we'll outlive. Eventually, the robots will outlive the humans, so that we we all good there. Um, in the case where uh, that fails, you know, they can send out Terminator sex dolls, Terminator oh uh, Terminator sex robots. Okay, <laughs> I got inspiration from that Rick and Morty episode, uh, and all, and also uh, there's that Futurama episode where they did a documentary about like humans having sex with robots. So much that uh, the the whole world was taken over by aliens. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. But yeah, no. I'd say like you know even you know even if people don't want a sex robot, they can have a se- a surrogate robot where uh, they you know say, oh here, we'll how's your baby for you or how's your fetus for you, and then um, you know. And then, but in actual fact, they're not actually taking care of your baby. They're just, you know, they're, give me your fetus. Give me your fetus. I have some thoughts on this one, Ken. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, my plan's name was uh, Disseminator and Deovulator. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, I that was the. I like uh, Disseminator. I think that's a good program. Disseminator. Name. Okay, good, good, good. And what you didn't like the Deovulator? No, it's not as catchy. Like Disseminate <laughs> is already a word. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Ken! Mm, I put a lot of thought in this, uh, Jim. Um, so my my first point is kind of on like how you plan to like give everyone universal health care. Um, <laughs> first off, like there are people in the US who won't, who literally will not like get a vaccination, let alone stand for universal health care. How are you making everyone get sterilized on the same day? <laughs> See, that's where the backup plans of the uh, disseminators come from. You know, the backup of the Terminator sex robots and also the ter- uh, the Terminator surrogate robots. That's where it comes from. You know, that's where that's what that's my backup contingency plans for people who don't want to get sterilized on that day. Right. <laughs> mm. Right. A Terminator rips your balls off. Yes. I mean, I, I hope Christ. it wouldn't be like that violent, but yeah, I get whatever floats your boat. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, if you guys want me to use some time travel, they can send a disseminator back in time and and sterilize Sarah Connor so she can't have John Connor. I mean, that probably would have been a simpler way to do it. Mm. So, yeah, so wouldn't a simpler way be, Ken, to just have like a Terminator go back in time, try and woo Sarah Connor, <laughs> and then like punch her straight in the uterus? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> it'd work. <laughs> That's actually not a bad plan, Jim. You know what? I, I like that plan. No, no. But you, um, yeah, no. Either one. Because you only really need to sterilize one person. I just feel like you're going. I feel like there's too many steps in this plan. Why? 
Wait, what? <laughs> I feel like this this plan relies on too many things <laughs> happening. Why is why is my plan too 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 many steps? No, I just like I just something. Eh. I put so much thought into this, guys. <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. I totally get it. No, no, like I, like it's not, a, it's not a bad plan. It's just like it's just, I just feel like it's not really in the spirit of killing everyone. <laughs> well, what, it's just slowly watching them die and not be able to have children. I don't mm-hmm. think, yeah. Well, you know, it's I think even that's more. better than. I think that's better than better than you know a nuclear holocaust. At least it's quick. Mm. <laughs> but it turns out there was a whole resistance crew that came back out and tried to save everyone. So okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. cool All right. Cool, 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 cool. Are we ready? Oh, I'm not ready. Wait. Oh, I actually don't know. I feel like both of your plans go so far outside. Yeah. Like Jim's like going to fucking Mars and destroying the yeah. entire universe and just as a, <laughs> oh, well, I just happened to kill Earth too. And Ken's is just like slowly <laughs> watching everybody die off. Mm, and yours is killing a 10-year-old girl. Hmm. <laughs> We've it's got, simple, we've, we've, simple yet yet effective. Yeah. Oh, damn. Season four is starting off rough. Um, We're all bad people. Uh, well, I never said I was a good person. I'm Ooh, sure we'll be able to find something in the last three seasons. All right. Um, okay, I'm ready. Okay. All right. On three. One, two, three. Emma. Jim. Jim. Yes. Hey, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Well what? Done, all right. Jimmy. That's one in the bank. I put... <laughs> I thought you liked Disseminator. I like Disseminator. <laughs> he preferred killing a small child over it. Oh, you monster. <laughs> this podcast does not contain the <laughs> killing of small children. Please, for the love of God, do not take anything we've said seriously. Yeah, please. Please do not take anything seriously. Can you play that um, thing we play at the start like twice just to make sure? Just, you know? just like add it back in here, our disclaimer. Yeah. I, Jim, like... Ken, your your plan was was good, but I I I really enjoyed that Jim was able to get his two favorite things in his plan. Yep, yep, yep. And he was actually super enthusiastic. And you got, about I could it. just tell how happy and excited you were about it too, Jim. And that kind Spice! of really sold it for me. Space, space, space. So what you're saying is I should try and incorporate space into like no. every plan. I no, come because up then with you season. know I'll get over it. I'll get no, over. Okay. It. All right. Especially all right, all when right. it's a fucking Star Trek episode. Yeah, you get like <laughs> two per season. Ooh. So we're going to save my other one for Star Trek. And if we potentially do it, what else is there that's star, like space thing? That's interesting because like at least five of the <laughs> well, other the, like things that we've look, got. The goal for you then, Jim, is to avoid using space in any other <laughs> space themed one. Yes. And then you will win because it'll be like, well, Jim, you went so far outside of space. Yeah. Like, well done. Only one of the other like topics I have on this list of things to talk about this season doesn't involve <laughs> aliens. Well, then it's that one. That one you have to use use the space on. Yeah, well, I'm looking at the ones we've got here. What's your headline? We're, go- we're going with <laughs> robot news. Everything is going according to plan. <laughs> oh, the Terminator. Simple. I like Simple. it. Simple. Simple. Fuck you, asshole. Ooh, Fuck aggressive. you, asshole. I will be back. I will be Go back. Go for me, big buns. Oh, before <laughs> we finish up, I came up with a new section called Dumb Ad Nation. Please explain. Oh, God. So, I have a fake ad. I already don't like it. Yes. <laughs> I discussed it with Jim. Like, Jim was like, oh, do you want your own section? What do you want to do? Do you want to do something? I'm like, ah, oh, 
um, what about fake ads? I like this plan. So I've got something like, oh, this episode is brought to you by T-1000 Terminators. Get your T-1000 Terminators here. <laughs> Christmas is coming up. We get your Christmas special model, San Terminator. Every 10 year old wants one under the tree. <laughs> Oh, just leave a message on our 1984 accurate answering machine to order now. Call Terminator, T-E-R-M-I-N-A-T-O-R, 837-646-2867 to order right now. Instant teleportation delivery may disintegrate everything within a one meter radius. Not suited for children under 18. Clothing and accessories sold separately. Batteries not included. Not suited for Sarah's and Connor's because we weren't able to program that out until the second movie. <laughs> that is funny how this movie has like all of the names in this movie are like very like early 2000s child names. Mm-hmm. Like Connor and Sarah and, and Kyle. And first names. Reese. Kyle Reese. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah Connor. Traxler. <laughs> Silberman. Congratulations, Congratulations, Jim. Sorry, Jim. (laughs) Season four went out with a bang, where Jim killed everybody in the universe. Well done, Jim. All according to plan. Thanks for that, friends. It was good to talk to you after so long. It's been so long since our last proper episode. It it really has been. Man. Welcome back, host Emma. Welcome back, host Jim. Thanks, host Ken. (laughs) I feel like it sounds like we're like got aliens in our bodies and like this is the host. Imposter. Next, you're the imposter. Emma Sus, host Emma Sus. Ken Sus. Ken Sus. Emma Sus. Both Sus. <laughs> oh, it's Jim. We're, we're a big Oh, teenager. damn it. So I'm pretty excited about next time. Um, we'll oh, be are coming you? back and we'll be chatting about Man of Steel. And Man uh, of Steel. prepare yourselves, everybody, because <laughs> there is a shirtless Henry Cavill. Look, it's going to be a great episode, and I'm very much looking forward to re watching this film because. Because Henry, not that I ever need an excuse, but, you know, it'll be good to have one. Not to, like, spoil anything for next episode, but I feel like my opinion in this movie has changed a whole lot in the, whatever, five, ten years, however long it's been since it since it originally came out. I remember being quite positive of the movie when it came out, but I think my opinion might have soured since then. But we'll save Jimothy. that for next episode. Yeah. Jimothy, no. I haven't watched it in a couple of years, I don't think, yeah, so I'm so. going to yeah. see what I think. Like, I think it's maybe been about uh, two years, maybe, since I yeah. watched it. Mm. Um, so I shall watch it again. And, oh, stay tuned, friends, because it's going to be an episode not to miss. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize in advance if Emma's a bit short of breath next episode. What? You're the one that called it a <laughs> mate. Calm down. It's yeah, but you. we both know why he called it that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not It's not Ger- Geralt in the bloody bath. It's fine. Hey. Isn't there a bath scene in the sequel? Anyway, where? Yeah, yes, there is. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, friends. Bye. Call me. Thanks for listening to World Domination. You can find links to all of the things we've talked about, our other episodes, our merch, and our social media accounts at anchor.fm slash worlddomination. If you'd like to tell us something, feel free to get in touch. And remember, if you enjoyed the show, make sure to tell your mum about it. 